0: Hello and welcome to the UnderCenter podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Malloy, and today I'm joined by, well, nobody. And that must mean it is a very special episode. We are going to talk some Panthers. Now, unless you've been living under a rock for the past 48 hours, you will know that Frank Reich, former head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, has been hired as the new head coach for the Carolina Panthers. Now, before we get into it, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, Uh, Please like and subscribe uh, to our channel. Like the video. If you're not on YouTube, that's cool too. Just make sure you're subscribing to us on whatever platform you are using. Follow us on all the socials. You know the handles. And uh, most importantly, tell your friends to listen to us. So, in the last couple of weeks, the Panthers began their search for their new head coach. Uh, And they started out with quite a wide list of candidates, Uh, Steve Wilkes, Ken Dorsey, Shane Steichen, Ben Johnson, Jim Caldwell, Mike Kafka, Kellen Moore, and of course, infamously, Sean Payton. Now, before I get into it, I never really believed the hype that was going along with Sean Payton's name, particularly to be traded within the division, never saw it happening. Um... For me, the draft capital was just too high. They were looking for a first-round pick, and probably if it was the Panthers, they'd be looking for much more, too, possibly two first-round picks. Um, So, yeah, for me, that was never going to happen as a a viable option for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, And, I mean, if you look back at history as well, there have only been two teams that have traded for a coach and won a Super Bowl. That's Tampa Bay uh, and the Patriots, and that was John Gruden... Uh, Bruce Arians, and of course, Bill Belichick. Now, what really needs to be pointed out as well is Bruce Arians only cost a sixth and eventually a seventh round pick. So he wasn't really that expensive when you come to think of it. So there have been maybe six or seven uh, trades made for head coaches in the last 25 years and Really, only two of them have worked out to the point of success that the Panthers and David Tepper are really, really aiming for. So for me, it never really was uh, a great option for the Panthers to go with Sean Payton. And I'd, I'd say that's probably why they moved off of him after one interview. Um So, yeah, the the second round of interviews came around. We saw three people interview for it. That was Steve Wilkes, uh, Kellen Moore, and Reich himself. And, of course, Reich was instantly hired off the back of it. Uh, I do feel a little bit sorry for Steve Wilkes. Uh, He seemed to have gained a lot of, you know, respect in that locker room Um, amongst his players. We saw players getting vocal on Twitter about, let's stop the act and just hire uh, Steve Wilkes already as a head coach, and I do really feel bad for him because he is a a head coach of color. He's suing the NFL at the minute for um, for their hiring practices, and he couldn't even you know get the job in his own hometown where he took a team who were one and four before he took over, finished out six and six. Uh, I thought he did a really good job; probably deserved to get this job, but you know the 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 head brass over there. Carolina Panthers decided that a young offensive minded talent was the way forward. So Steve Wilkes was unlucky in that respect. So there is rumblings, rumors about Steve Wilkes coming back as the uh, defensive coordinator for next season. But to be honest, I don't see that happening. Um, I think just to, to purely respect the guy, he should move elsewhere, you know, maybe make his way up a coaching ladder somewhere else because I feel like it would be a bit of a disrespect to, to, to hand him this job, his, uh, his dream job, Carolina Panthers head coach. He's, he's a Carolina guy. Um, and then take it away from him and put him back in the role that he was already. So yeah, if I was Steve Wilkes, I'd be wanting to move away, uh, apply my trade somewhere else. Um, and yeah, I do feel very sorry that he, he was not, uh, hired, but, that's the way life goes now I think the writing was on the wall with the 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 Frank Reich as soon as he started uh to become a leading candidate you know when we heard him getting his second interview uh kind of had a suspicion that he was going to be the one who would be hired and you know he's got a lot of history with the Panthers um it's not very well known he was the first starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers in their inaugural season in 1995. Now he did only last three games before he was replaced by rookie Kerry Collins. Um, so yeah, he has that history with the Panthers. You know, he's the same age as David Tepper, so David Tepper probably saw him as a more professional candidate. Maybe I don't know if that's the right word, but it's it's natural for a guy to kind of want to hire someone he's more culturally in tune with shall we say than some of these younger guys coming out Um so yeah there, there's that uh, as well his daughter was brought in to the media team and uh, not two or three weeks ago so I'm not saying that she was brought in to specifically uh, bring coach Reich over as well but I think that would have probably been a a deciding factor for Frank Roy himself, in so far as he would be able to work with his daughter on a daily basis. So obviously it is a it's a deal sweetener for him. Um, I'm sure his daughter's going to do great things with the um with the media team moving forward. Um, but for me, the most important thing that kind of Frank Reich had that none of these other guys had was that he had previous head coaching experience. Now, so does Steve Wilkes in an interim capacity. He did it with the uh Arizona Cardinals a couple of years ago. That's where the whole uh lawsuit came from, uh, in terms of the NFL hiring practices. Um and also with the Carolina Panthers, of course, and in both instances he did a pretty good job with a pretty abysmal roster um but yeah going back to it frank reich he has the how how should we put it you know offensive experience as a head coach so i think he was calling the plays out there in indy and everything like that so yeah the guy knows offense and that's really what david tepper was looking for coming into this process and he made no um yeah, he didn't make it a secret that that's the guy he was looking for. Now, he did originally talk about a young guy, uh, up and coming, all that sort of thing. And Frank Reich has been around a little while. He is still a young man, but he has got those four, I think it's four years experience as a head coach under his belt and a few years uh, as an offensive coordinator out there in Philadelphia. Um, and I think another thing that really stands to him is his work as a coordinator out there in Philadelphia, the year that they won the Super Bowl with, with Nick Foles. So, yeah, Super Bowl experience, that's always a plus. Not that Steve Wilkes didn't have that. He was around when the uh, Carolina Panthers made it to the Super Bowl. Of course, they didn't win. The uh, The Philadelphia Eagles did. So, yeah, I think that was probably the, the main reason for uh, Coach Reich being hired here. Now, originally, I was kind of pulling for... Um, for Steichen as the head coach, uh, I thought, you know, the way what he's done out there in Philadelphia has just been incredible. The way he's worked with uh, Jalen Hurts kind of brought him along slowly, um, and really turn that offense into an absolute juggernaut. They run the ball well. They have a quarterback who can move. And that's really the kind of things the Carolina Panthers ethos has always been based around. So I thought that Steichen would be a really good fit. But at the same time, I kind of understand where David Tepper is coming from in this decision to go with Frank Reich over Shane Steichen. So apparently, to start with, Shane Steichen didn't have a very good interview. But I really think it boils down to the fact that this guy would be a first-time head coach, and I think he only has two years, uh, offense coordinator experience, a year and a half play calling. Because when Nick Siriani originally came in, he was calling the plays. He handed over the uh, the reins to Shane Steichen, um, after after a poor start to the season and he really turned things around. So that's why I was pulling for Shane Steichen. uh, But at the same time, I understand he only has less than two years experience as a play calling offensive coordinator. Uh, So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, if you buy a new pair of shoes, right. And flashy pair of shoes, you want to go out and you want to show them off. And, and, yeah, so you go out to a pub with your friends and the first thing you do immediately after buying these bear shoes, wearing them out to the night out, is you spill a beer all over them and now they're ruined. And that's what happened with uh, with Coach Matt Rule uh, in the Carolina Panthers. He was this young, offensive, uh, exciting prospect coming out of college and... Um, And it just didn't work out right. So when you get home and you scrub off those shoes and you uh, get them all nice and shiny again, is the first thing you want to do really go running back out to a bar to possibly spill some beer on your feet again? I don't think it is. So you'd probably want to wear your shoes around the house for a little while first kind of to get used to them get comfortable and make sure you don't get them dirty and that's kind of what frank reich is at the minute do i think he's going to be the guy to lead the uh, the carolina panthers to super bowl success in the next few years i don't think he is to be honest but that's just the realist in me th- talking i mean i've supported the carolina panthers for as long as i can remember and they have never had two winning seasons in a row in the entire time that I've been following them. And in fact, in their history, they've never had two winning seasons in a row. So this is going to be a really big job to turn around. And I think Frank Reich is probably a very good place to start. I think later on down the line, we probably will end up seeing a kind of a a bigger gamble on one of these younger, exciting head coaches. But for now, I think Frank Reich is a good way to get things settled, get things sorted and make sure the Carolina Panthers are playing good and exciting football moving forward. Because that is something we were missing under Matt Rule. We were somewhat missing it under, um, under Steve Wilkes as well. Like he did get that offense humming at the end, but at the same time, a lot of his play calling was quite conservative. Um, even on the defensive side of the ball, we saw them play a lot of shell, they gave up a lot of yards that they really didn't need to. Um, so yeah, I, I'm looking forward to a more kind of balanced approach moving forward, and um, yeah, really seeing what Frank Roy can can do with that offense. I love the way he worked with Jonathan Stewart a couple of years ago. Uh, You know, he he got him to be the stats leader for offensive scrimmage yards uh, on that season. And really, I would have liked to have seen what he could do with Christian McCaffrey in his ranks. But unfortunately, that's no longer possible. Still, though, I have great hope for what he can do with the run game in Carolina um, moving forward. Uh, So, yeah, I think... Outside of that, I think the yeah Frank Reich is going to be a fairly decent head coach for the team. I don't think this season specifically we should be um, too optimistic about you know reaching playoffs, doing making waves. I think realistically, what the Carolina Panthers should be aiming for is somewhere around five hundred, so that eight and nine or nine and eight and Possibly get into the playoffs on a on a wild card. I know that the state of the division at the minute in the South, uh, the NFC South, that is, is not great. Tampa Bay they're gonna be without a quarterback. It looks like moving forward, and they're not in a good position for cap. The Saints are in a similar position. No real quarterback on their books. No high first round draft picks, um, to kind of go get that guy that they're looking for, and. Again, another team with, with some cap issues moving forward. Uh, so, And then, of course, the Atlanta Falcons are the Atlanta Falcons. They have been mediocre at best for the last 10 years straight. So I don't expect them to be bursting out of nowhere uh, and winning a division uh, given their recent form. So I think... Carolina are probably licking their chops a little bit, thinking that even a 9-8 and season could win them a division uh, next season, squeak them into the playoffs, get a little bit of playoff experience under the belt, and then move on uh, moving forward. So I think the next thing that really needs to happen is to get Frank Reich his quarterback and not anybody else's quarterback. It has to be the guy that Frank Reich sees the potential in uh, he needs to mold them in whatever way he sees fit because we have seen it work in the past. Um, he, he did good things with uh, with Carson Wentz out there in, in Philly and he did great things with Andrew Luck as well while he had him in uh, Indianapolis so yeah go get that guy no matter what it costs if it means we need to trade up to three or four or five to go get whoever it is whether that's uh CJ Stroud who I'm I'm a fan of Bryce Young who would be my number one option I know there's a lot of concern particularly after the whole Baker Mayfield debacle that uh he's he's a smaller guy um do we want to see batted passes, blah, blah, blah. I don't think it's going to be an issue. The guy is able to play football very, very well, uh, unlike Baker Mayfield. So I, I can't see it being an issue for Bryce Young in the league. Um, Yeah, or even uh, the guy coming out of Kentucky at the minute, he has all of the, the attributes to um, to be a starting, uh, starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm not so sure about him. I wouldn't really be the one to... Uh, if I'm if I'm going to pick between the three, it's going to be the other two guys ahead of him. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what needs to happen. And then he just needs to mold them, get them growing, get them comfortable with the offense. Like I said before, year one does not need to be a blockbuster year. Just get everybody comfortable with the system and then moving forward. Then the Panthers can start trying to make... Bigger inroads into the playoffs. Build a roster because you know if they're going to go and get a quarterback this season, they need to be competing while he's on his rookie contract. That is the point at which you can best make use of your resources, and um, because you can you can pay free agents more, uh, you can get in veteran guys to help out the kind of younger, more rookieish quarterback. Um so yeah, that's really what they need to do is plan going forward to have success in the first five years of whatever quarterback they picked this year career. Otherwise, we're going to go back to seeing the same old Panthers and in three or four years' time Frank Reich will get the boot and whoever else is coming in, probably a younger offensive guy, your your kind of, you know, uh Ben Johnson's, your Kellen Moore's, your Shane Steikens of that time will be coming in to to get that job and hopefully that will lead to success. But again, I really think we need to build a good, solid foundation in the time that Frank Reich is here. And, uh, you know, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope we do get to a Super Bowl in the next three or four years. And I hope he is here for a long time. And I hope he does bring the sustained success that David Tepper continually talks about in his press conferences to the Carolina Panthers. And on that, I think it's a pretty good place to finish up. Uh, like I said before, like, subscribe, reach out to us on socials, tell me the Panthers suck, I don't care, just interact with us. Um, and yeah, I hope you enjoyed this very special Panther special podcast uh, on the UnderCenter Podcast Network. Um, so until next time, stay safe, Keep pounding and I'll see you soon.